If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. Ladies and gentlemen, last time on Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks, a scouting mission to the Passerac compound sends most of the party out into the freezing cold night. While Bernie stays behind with the Eagle Shields to play cards and relax, Jonathan sends bucks flying around the house and surrounding grounds, making observations and getting the lay of the land. Then they return to the Eagle Shield house to rest for the night. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. I'm your DM Lauren, aka Obo Crazy, and I'm I'm drinking something special. For once, I have wine. And look, Ooh. fancy ass glass. Ooh. Ooh. So I'm not really a wine drinker. Luke drinks a little bit more than me, but we we tend towards the hard liquors or the beer. But we have discovered that we are a fan of Waterbrook which is a local-ish, it's a Washington State in Walla Walla. And uh, someone gave a bottle of this to us a while ago, the the Malbec. And it was delicious. And we both were super, super happy with it. And so every once in a while, we, we get some more. And the same friend who got this for us, who actually played D&D with on a regular basis, got us another bottle. So... I have busted into that. And then after this, uh, Luke and I are going to enjoy some more and probably watch a movie. And, you know, not a bad way to spend a a Monday, if I say so myself. So yay for Waterbrook. Jonathan, what are you drinking? This is Jonathan. I play Jonathan the Magimuscular. And tonight, yes, I do have another uh, Up Yours Putin, uh, as per usual. But tonight, I'm doing something a little bit different. I... Have shots. Shot, 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 shot. Why do you have shots? Everybody! So I I was thinking of something I could do a little bit different. And the, so when we do a critical and and drink, these are what I'm going to drink. I only have four of them because I can only find four shot glasses. I I know I have more. I just, no fucking clue where they are. I hope we crit more than four times. I, I, we probably will. But I also have my normal drink to sip from. So, cheers. These are these are uh, whipped cream vodka and Kahlua, and I have Ooh. no idea how they're gonna taste until they could right be now. Really good or really shitty? Those are two great things, but they may not taste great together. I know that's the only okay. Only, only okay. okay. Oh, Better than sad. what it could have been. Better than bad. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I don't have a name for these. Uh, uh, I'll call them a um, a a. Uh, basic bitch shot because it's vanilla and coffee and rum. <laughs> Alright, Travancore, what are you drinking tonight? Hello, enablers. The Viceroy's choice this evening is, once again, the Roca Salento Primitivo Red Wine. It's uh, very dry, but uh, actually surprisingly good when chilled. Hey, Red Wine Buddies! Clink. Clink. Yay! 
I've joined the ranks of Travancore and being Classy. high class. High class. Yes. You got that class. Bernie, what are you drinking tonight? So I've been snowed in since about iced in is probably the better term since uh, Friday night. And when I knew that was going to happen, I went to the grocery store with the mad rush of people and I brought, I bought myself a whole bunch of different kinds of beer. And so tonight I'm drinking um, the Foothills Brewery, which is the brewery everybody hung out in when I was in college. It's in Winston-Salem and they make a really good porter. It's called the People's Porter. Ooh. It's communist. Um, but no, it's yummy and uh, good and and it's the last of my beer, so I have to get out of the house tomorrow. <laughs> it's nothing to do with work or going stir crazy, but you know. No, lack of I beer. go like when it snows. Like I have good snow gear. Like it'll snow, and I will just go for a walk and like go walk in the snow. And everybody fucking else in my neighborhood, I will tell you right now, it's an inch and a half of straight ice on the road. So no one's going anywhere, but people go in their cars. And all we are is hills. I live in foothills, hence the name of the brewery. And it's like people drive down the hills and they're like, well, I made it down the hill. Surely I will make it back up. And I'm like, you're dumb. I saw your sledding video yeah. the other day and that was pretty awesome. I have a runner sled. <laughs> like I have a, we bought runner. My parents bought my sister and I runner sleds because it doesn't just snow here. It ices. So all we get is ice and a runner sled. You go so, so fast. And, um, and the people in their cars are like, well, I can drive down the hill. And I'm like, can you drive back up it? No, no, no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. So I was content to spend this weekend enjoying the snow and uh, drinking my burr. That's the best way to spend it is just to be safe. And finally, Carlton, what are you drinking? Hi, it's me, Carlton. I'm drinking, uh, what am I drinking? Hold on. Uh, yes, uh, Austin East Cider Pineapple. I had already forgotten because I'm not used to going last. You sounded so confused, not about your drink, but about, like, who you are. You're like, hi, it's me, Carlton. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Yes, you uh, are. I just got done roleplay rally la this weekend, so it was 36 hours of d and I have no idea who I am anymore. That happens. Well, you've got a few minutes to figure out that you're Carlton Tanks. Yeah, Carlton won to smash. So, as I said last time, Recon Flight Alpha happened. And you guys found out a bunch of random things and came home and fell asleep. And it is the next morning. I don't know what time you guys want to get up. I don't know. What, what would you like to do? I mean, I didn't spend my night in the cold. So Bernie just gets up when she gets up. Yeah, I mean, you guys returned. It was uh, about an hour, hour or two after midnight because you guys left to go there at around 11, if I remember correctly. Yeah, in the dark of the night. Yeah, you're not necessarily going to be able to get up crack of dawn and get yourself a full eight hour rest, but you're going to definitely be able to to get a long rest. By the time you guys get up after eight hours, Eagle Shields will have already taken care of everything and have left out breakfast for you. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, I guess we'll grab some breakfast and discuss our plan of action. If we're like the only ones in the dining room, is this a good time to chat? At the moment, you guys are the only ones in the dining room. Everybody else, it's because it's at least an hour or two past sunrise. Everybody else has gone off to go do their chores. All right. Well, let's let's do that. Let's sit and eat and chat about the plan. Because it doesn't I, sound like Carlton has anybody he can put a hat on for. I take one pancake and I put a bunch of bacon on it. And I take another pancake and I put that on top of that. And I start biting into it like a pancake I bacon sandwich. I have something 
that uh, uh, you see Jonathan the Magic Muscular like in the corner scribbling. All right. What are you? What is he scribbling? You're. Uh, it, it, it'll. What are it'll, you scribbling? I, I. You see a map, but it's not finished. Are you going to color it? No. I have colors. If you'd no. like to wait, stop it. In a couple of days, there will be colors. <laughs> Technically, later today, if you stop by Kyla, there will be colors. Right now, there's not. I Unless you have something I don't work know. Work a little better if you have some colors. I'm just saying. She's not wrong. I'm not wrong. You heard it. <laughs> What's on the map? You're just gonna sit around and color all day. I mean, <laughs> no, the, no. I, I can color. Like legitimately, as a human being, this is one of my favorite activities. So Julia, the human, is content if Bernie, the character, sits around and colors all day. You fools are gonna have to. I was not here. Who wants to fill me in? You want to fill me in or are you going to call? No, you're not going to fill me in. Let's have someone who's burr, willing burr, to burr, burr, burr. Travancore, you want to tell me what happened in the cold? How sneaky is your bear? So, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Who is very sneaky and was able to get some information was was Bucks. We got the, the lay of the land. Unfortunately, there's no guard that's Carlton-sized. Uh, but Bucks, Jonathan, was there anyone who was Travancore sized? Wait, uh, hold well, on. Why no, would... no, you're being Travancore. You're being you. I thought That's you were right. being like Snooty McSnoot face. That, from, was, that um, was this Glenn. was the whole plan. This was Travancore not liking the plan and wanting to use the Viceroy you... title. <laughs> so I <laughs> this asked a question. You don't have reason. to lose your shit for. Hey, I I asked a question. You don't have to flip your shit and make a whole bunch of assumptions. Just answer the question. Was there anyone Carl Travancore sized? Uh, everyone was. Everyone that was seen was, was human sized. Human sized. What if okay. he there are no tall humans. Down real low. To answer, so Jonathan would remember this, having his perfect memory through Bucks, the guards that he saw outside of the house, and the one uh, hooded figure Travancore that you recognized are uh there were many that were within how tall are you travancore about five foot uh five foot four inches tall roughly wait i thought so, yes. elves were tall no elves elves they are, can be elves uh it depends on which subtype like high elves can be tall and i think wood elves tend to be a little shorter i might have that confused i know drow tend to be a little bit shorter too and Travancore's right. As a half elf, he's got kind of a, a range of sizes. And uh, so, yes, short? John, within the, the foot taller to foot shorter range that you have with the, the head of disguise, there would have been many either guards or the gentleman that you recognized as the the, the bookie from the the race. All, pretty much all of them would have been within your range. the The problem was there were not many that were uh, taller than you, and in order to be Carlton size, they'd need to be at least six foot, and they didn't see anybody yeah. that size. They'd How tall is Carlton? Can't Seven he feet. just disguise himself as a guard and just be a six foot guard? Yeah, like I that's mean, the thing. I always thought that it's like, okay, what if he's that person, but a tall version of that person? Like, he can just tell them he's started to wear, like, platform heels. Yeah, I, yeah that's like that's kind of what I'm I've thinking. been working on. I've been doing that thing where I put my back against the wall and I flap my arms to work on my posture. I was slouching <laughs> before, but now me. Yeah, the hat of disguise only requires that it, you have a picture in your head. It, you don't have to mimic somebody else. Right. I mean, it, I, I get that there's like a half foot range or whatever, but like... 
if there's a guard that's like 5'8", if they're all 5'8 or smaller, then we're boned. But if there's someone who's 5'9 or 5'10", and Carlton could pretend to be a 6-foot guard, that would be a, might be enough to fool him. That's, no one that's can tell what the I'm difference. Thinking, is that, like, I can't tell the difference. I don't know how tall you fucking fools are. Yeah, I I don't think that, like, between 5'10", five, 5'9", five, five, and 6'0", and I, I, I think we'll be fine. Especially since... W- you're only going to be disguised if you get caught. The idea is to sneak around. Right. Well, I'll be disguised while sneaking, but... So hopefully yeah. it won't matter. Right. Right. But so, that way if I do get caught, it's... I don't have to be like, oh, I'm caught disguised. I'm already... Oh, hey, sorry, guys. I got lost. First day here on the job. May, okay. So hold on. Let's let's workshop that a bit. Because... Yeah, if that's you, the dumbest excuse in the world. Because if you say first day on the job, they're going to be like... Hold on, I'm going to go get and get HR on the line. Okay, I have HR on the line. Uh, did you hire anyone today? And they'll be like, no. No, we didn't hire anyone. So let's, uh, let's work on that a bit. What would be a better excuse than, like, if they, if they look at you and question why you're there, what would be a good response? That, that would, what would be a good response that would get you off the hook? How about we do this response without telling Lauren? Because I have a feeling she's going to use this against us somehow. I don't, okay, well, I don't wait, think wait, wait, she okay. will. I don't think she will. No, so if I'm being a good DM, then the shit that happens is because I'm doing what the characters would do naturally and based on what they know and not what i've overheard you guys talking about i i understand your co- your concern but i'm not allowed to metagame any more than you guys are i, I have know. a brilliant and disgusting idea oh god no yes what? we need yes? And, and this is why i think it'll be up carlton's alley i don't want to put Go anything in. else up his butt seven foot tall poop monster is that what he's it. calling it now is alley <laughs> Ugh. So, oh, all right, you guys are sort of in the neighborhood. Oh, Lord. So, no, please. All right. I don't want to live in this neighborhood What we anymore. need to do is we need to give Carlton a bag of poop. Here's why. So, most people are pretty easily grossed out, right? And pretty just, just want to be like, oh, 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 God, that's gross. So, just get it, go, go away. So... Is he just going to show give you the ba- his hold on, bag hold on. of poop? We give you the bag of poop. And if you get caught, you break it in your pants. And then you're like, oh, well, I'm, oh, my God. Oh, oh God. Where's, where's the bathroom? Where, where's the bathroom? And you just like, immediately it gets stinky. There is obvious poop. And you play <laughs> like you shit your pants. But, okay. I'm not. The. There's holes. So many holes. <laughs> okay, and... Dude, Jules, this is why we're workshopping. Please. What are these holes? Well, I See, I thought know. you were going bag of poop. I get caught be like sanitation duty, like after the horses. But, you know, you want me just... to shit myself. I thought he was just going to show people the bag, like be like, you want to see what's in my bag? And or then he's like, you have me light it on like... the back door, light the bag on fire on the back door. No, no, then... no, no, no. Kind of like Nick Fury's granddad, except with uh, shit instead of a gun. <laughs> what's in um, the bag? <laughs> what's in the bag? What's in the bag? Um, that's not Nick Fury's granddad. No, that's uh, not. But, no. <laughs> but okay, so I, I don't, but, I don't no, know. What I do you... just here's my my biggest concern 
A, where are we getting the poo? I mean, I have a dog. I guess we can, we have animals. It's, that's, but B, like, so here's the thing about bags of poo. They're going to smell. Like, this isn't going to be, like, unless I don't, unless you have some secret, like, enchantment we can put on a bag that keeps the smells from getting out. Those smells are going to get out, and he's just going to smell like poo, like, well, the whole and what, time. And the well, other thing is, I won't know which way to run to the bathroom. If I was an actual employee, I would run in the right direction. Well, out If I start running in the wrong direction. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, hold on. Hold on. So here is a map, and I present the map. And it, you will find it in the Skype chat. I see this map. Um, I don't see any bathrooms on here at all. So the way this map came about is that Bucks, during his recon flight alpha, was able to fly ar- close enough around the house to see into windows. Why is and the floor spelled like that? Because... <laughs> It's very possible this is a map drawn for other reasons that I repurposed very quickly for Jonathan. So don't worry too much about what you see. Today we learned um, that despite a perfect memory, Jonathan the Magic Muscular cannot spell. Hey. <laughs> it's, less, it's less that and more uh, Bucks is taking a very quick flight around the house. No, I want so this cannon. <laughs> no, I refuse. Hold on. I will, fo- I will, I will make us wait while we Photoshop this if this is going to be canon. I may be heart cannon. This it is... may even be heart cannon. <laughs> in my heart, it is not the magic yeah. muscular with the perfect memory. Cannot remember how to spell floor. Only this... that word. Every other room, we're fine. This is a house That's... of learned doctors. <laughs> I thought you guys Doctor. might might get a map from somewhere else, and then Jonathan asked for a map in text messaging after the uh, the game, which I thought was a very reasonable request considering what Bucks had done, and so I sent him the map that made the most sense that I had on hand because uh, that was the hand-drawn one and the other maps that I have are my map and I'm not sending you my map. Oh. So. I know so, those maps. Those maps have all the goodies. Those maps have all the goodies. Bucks didn't see all the goodies. So um, goodie. the original person I thought who was giving you that map would have misspelled things. Please do not. Uh, let's let's assume that let's in his assume haste- Jonathan the Magic Muscular can't spell floor. I know you're trying to be kind. No, it's the absolute truth. It really is 100 percent the absolute truth. He can't spell floor. It's not it's canon. Magic Muscular, right? That's I, my I got this. that's DM I- bad for trying to be quick about giving information. Anyway, anyway, all right. So here's the map. I figure so it, on the on the first floor. One of those, there's got to be a bathroom near the front. So I, I figure you could run that direction. You could and run to just, the outhouse. And just overrun it. Like, there's only I, one entrance into the house. Right. No, no. You wouldn't actually go into the house. You would just run towards the entrance of the house. Right. I'm just noticing that there's only one entrance to the house. It's a very There's windows. House. Are there That's windows? The, it's the only entrance that Buck saw. There are windows. That's how Bucks knows what some of these rooms are. If you'll notice, all of the rooms that have details are rooms that are on the out- exterior of the house. That basically, as Bucks did a flyover and, and a fly around, he looked in the windows. And so was able to kind of get a very quick, oh, that looks like a bedroom. That looks like a fancy room. That looks like a this. That looks like that. So you have a, a basic layout of the house. So uh, Bernie makes a good point. 
how common is indoor plumbing around here? Um, not very. Okay, so there would be... Did Buck see any outhouses in the compound? Okay, Bucks is not sure about what the purpose of this room or this this uh, structure is, but near the stables, there did seem to be an attached building. So the stables were kind of in an L shape uh, next to what looked like an oval track that obviously is where the, the horses would get some exercise, prance around. Next to that, attached to it, is another building um, that seems to only be 7 to 10 feet by 7 to 10 feet that has its own entrance. That seems like it would be an outhouse, but you're not sure. Carlton, may I offer you some advice? Hi. I once knew a man who got very sick and shat in a trash can. So really, all you need to do is look for any kind of receptacle. Maybe a vase. (laughs) <laughs> well, the point is, is that he's not going to be actually going to any, like going into any of these things. He's just going to be going towards it. And hopefully he would have put enough distance between he and whoever is asking questions that he can just keep going. Carlton, are you OK with someone else's poo in your pants? And how much would the smell of feces compromise his ability to stealth? One last to wonder. They can smell him coming. <laughs> that might be an issue. Well, he, he is going to be around stables. Okay. So is, but... Lauren, mechanics question. Is, like, self-dignity and, like, self-respect, would that fall under charisma? Well, more to the point, like, <laughs> if he smells like, I need to know terrible. if I have enough, like, if it's a charisma or, yeah. like, what what abilities check would it be to know if, like, I would have enough self-dignity to not do this? Because if it's charisma, then I'll fucking do it. <laughs> or uh, intelligence. self-dignity... Listen, the self-dignity thing is totally up to you. That's an RP thing. The charisma check it would be, once it happens, it's going to be either deception or persuasion to uh, deceive or persuade people into convincing them that it's not a bag of poop. It's yeah, you actually uh, shit your pants. That's not my strong suit, guys. Okay. I'm not a talker. Uh, we know I'm not a talker. I, I figure the, the reason why I went that way is because you don't, you're not a talker. You don't have to bullshit. Well, as it were, you just have to shit. You just have to shit. And that I figured that gives you a massive bonus to to going, "Oh god," and and like acting like you've shit your pants. That I mean, let's face it. This plan has a lot of holes. Mainly my asshole. Yes, that one. But at the same time, I don't really feel like coming up with a different plan. (laughs) (laughs) I got, folks, I got nothing. I don't, I mean, it's whatever, right? Like, he poops. Everybody poops. One time he pooped so bad he almost exploded our bathroom at home. So, I mean, if anybody can be relied upon. The other thing is we could wait three weeks and just let this happen naturally. What we could do. Bernie, in your, is it herbalism kit that you have? Healer's kit? I got a healer's kit. I Does don't... the healer's kit include ether for putting out patients? Um, do we live... I don't think it do does, but I can look that up. we in a world where ether was a thing? Because, like, I'm also going to have, like, I'm not going in, like, empty-handed, like, in case something does go down. I'm not going to go without my weapons. Uh, and you so put those does... in your butt, too? Uh, it's, it, I have a large cavity, not that large. So I'm saying, if, like, somebody approaches me, like, hey, we're going to be like, oh, 
Olivia set me on a secret. Come here, come here, come here, come here. And I get them close, and then ether. <laughs> um, I. You. Well, Jonathan has now. that sleep spell he's always been wanting to use effectively, but never been able to. Yeah, but. <laughs> Uh, sadly, well, I, I don't have, have a wand of sleep, know about a roll unfortunately. Of, uh, ring of spell story, um, so. That's actually a good idea. I wonder if we could go to Kyla and and she has any any sleepy time agents. Because that would be another way. Like, if you had someone completely alone and yeah, just but, needed to knock them out, then... But then you'd have to, like, find a place to put the body. And then what if they wake up? I actually feel like pooping his pants is the best plan at this point. So just just for future reference, specifically the healer's kit includes bandages, salves, and splints. We also know it includes iodine, but it does not include any way of actually knocking out a person, uh, as far as I know. Did I recall seeing anything like ether at Kyla's place? No, you saw a bunch of herbs and leaves and all kinds of stuff well, that you- that's the other thing i could do i could get some bunch of herbs and then when i get caught i just be like want a hit what if they say yes then we take a hit i pass the peace pipe okay we gotta decide on a plan i think uh, like i i think giving carl giving carlton another less than lethal option is good which is why i i was kind of like oh the ether would be a good idea just so i, mean, I could always say non-lethal options. like i could always knock him unconscious but i figured an ether would be a one-shot thing whereas on unco- knocking him unconscious with non-lethal damage i would have to hit them hard enough in one swing without them raising the alarm you know and then you'd have to hide the body and you right. can just put him in like the I stable. Said, I have a very large cavity oh if you did if you did knock someone out you should take an empty bottle of booze stick them in the stable put booze around their mouth and leave the empty bottle so when they wake up they're like Oh man, what did I do? Yeah, yeah. Make sure it's a, it's a jug marked XXX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See if the Eagle Shields have a have a bottle of booze they're willing to part with, just in case. How and I have you- the alchemy jug. I can easily fill it up and like pour some on them. We are right. using that for mayonnaise. Not today. I'm sorry, Bernie. Not today. Uh. Well, I, she does Bernie, have it in her hands. Bernie, tomorrow. I promise. I'm opening the lid. No, Bertie, don't. I'm please. opening the lid. No, Bertie, don't. <laughs> don't, please. <laughs> okay. I just need you to know that if someone had a whole bunch of mayonnaise, it would. <laughs> Bertie, Bertie, please, it would, no. No. It would probably have the same effect. Bertie, please. No. Actually, it might no. raise more questions about how they got passed out covered in mayo. Yes. Yes. And they would tell no one. Spread a little bit Someone around their rectum. Someone who passes out drunk is whatever. Someone who passes out covered in mayonnaise is not going to repeat that story to a soul. <laughs> to a soul. Mayonnaise. She whispers mayonnaise into I don't- the jug. We're not leaving that jug with them. We're not leaving it. We're going to just leave our jug of making liquids and things. Here we go. This thing was fun for a while, but now I'm going to leave it with this passed out person. No, 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 mayonnaise, no, no, no. Mayonnaise, mayonnaise, And we're not- later we're making Are you really? Between- are you? Yeah, I'm do really. Do you really take the. Mayonnaise. How many more all right, times all do right. I got to say it? Okay. We're not- hold on, hold on. The pass racks surely have mason jars, right? Oh, yes. I kind of love the the mayonnaise idea right now. 
So let's fill one up with mayonnaise. You mean the Eagle Shields? <laughs> the Eagle Shields. Sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, we can just let's, throw let's mayonnaise Let's take a mason jar, <laughs> fill it up with mayonnaise, and then Carlton, that's your backup. Hey, I knocked a dude out, and this is why he's knocked out. And, and like Jules said, he won't, he won't say a fucking thing to anyone about it. Exactly. And then later we can make potato salad. <sighs> okay, we'll make celebratory potato salad once we get back from the farm. If I had known we were going this far off the rails, I would have just started <laughs> right. the house. Uh, Welcome to D&D. Uh, John, so, how many just guards to be clear, did Buck see last night? Uh, hold on, before you ask that question, just to be clear, so Bernie has filled the jar with mayonnaise, you're filling a uh, mason jar with mayonnaise and giving it to Carlton, and Bernie, you're keeping the alchemy jug? <laughs> I'm keeping the jug of wonders, yes. Okay. All right. Go on. So now, now... Carlton has mayonnaise. We still need to work on getting him a bag of poop. I should have one mason jar per guard that he saw last night because they probably have shifts. Like, they're probably in patrols of two or three. So if he saw two or three people, then I should have two or three jars of mayonnaise. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I saw three guards, one at the tower and two on the perimeter. So there were two that were at the entranceway. There was basically like a, a, a gate uh, the gated entrance that there were two at and then you saw um two pairs wandering in, one over by kind of the north side where some of the large buildings were that looked like they might be storage containers and then you saw another pair and there were oh i'm sorry and then there was also a pair at the entrance to the actual house they were all human. They were all in basic leather armor. Um, they all seemed alert, but not wary. Okay. I, I relay that. And so I don't think you can take that many mason jars. I, I, think, I think just having the one as, as a backup for if you have to knock out someone. Like, like I said, Carlton, your goal is not to knock out someone right. and cover them with me. Carlton. What is not your goal? Uh, to get caught. Right. So you're not going to find someone for an opportunity knockout just to cover them with mayonnaise. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't listen. <laughs> is, is, like, is Bernie actually crawling up Carlton to whisper this to him? <laughs> We literally, guys, we have been here for 30 fucking 45 minutes, and our only plan right now is the contingency plan. I, <laughs> our only plan is, is for either A, I shit myself, or B, I knock a. someone out and cover them in mayo. At this point, Carlton, uh, no, Travancore says, this is agony. If this is your plan, maybe I have to revisit my reluctance <laughs> to sneak into this house. I'm just saying, well, we're not okay. even sneaking so, into the house at this point. At this point, the plan is for Carlton. They're so concerned about Carlton, Travancore, they haven't even addressed your part of the plan because they just no. apparently trust you to pull that I mean, off. You're going to pull that off fine. Travancore's plan is the simplest. What we're doing is a he... high school prank where everybody fake shits themselves <laughs> and knocks people out and covers them in mayonnaise, and that's how we win D&D. Okay, so... I, I think that Travancore's part of the plan is pretty straightforward. I mean, he's he already holds these beliefs that he's going to be talking to the Pastorax to. I, I think he's going to come off Wait, as very earnest. Wait, what are we earnest. doing? What is, he, what is his purpose for being there again? I believe... Uh, What's your motivation? That's a very yeah. deep question, Tra Bernie. Travancore, what, 
What are you going to be talking? What are? Why are you calling on the past racks? I'm a visiting foreign dignitary who has heard tell of these races and the some of the work the past racks are doing. I have a loose affiliation with a, a certain being who is looking for the Falatier instruments, but he wants an insurance policy against this being he's dealing with. What? What? Thantorvac. Thantor. Yeah, that one, the dragon. That should get their attention. Thantorvac, not Thantorvac. Sorry. So, so, like, what's our exit strategy (laughs) when this starts to break bad? Because Carlton's going to poop himself, but we got nothing. Okay, so we should be, like, Bucks is going to be flying around, um, trying to stealth, but he is going to be covering Carlton. He's also going to be flying by and occasionally landing on the house to kind of relay what's going on to me. And and I say that that sound good, Bucks. And Bucks is like he does a little owl. Mm. Um, oh, no. so right, he can tell you if I go into the outhouse. Right, he can go if you. He can he can tell me if shit's going sideways. And once literally, once you're, uh, once once you have exit, like assuming you successfully exit the compound by and and after you've observed whatever is in the stables, um. <laughs> Bucks sorry. will Bucks will convey to me the image of an apple in his head. That's the that's the code for Carlton is is out and away. And at that point, I will give the code phrase uh, applesauce. Actually, what is your honorific, Travancore? What do you call a viceroy? Like you call like you call like you you say my liege or my, your grace or my lord. You may address me as your excellency. As your excellency. Your okay, uh, then I will say, if I get that image of an apple in my head, I will say something like, Your Excellency, uh, about the business with the, with the apple pies. And then, and then you'll say, ah, yes, yes. And, and then that will be, oh, I must, I, I, I apologize, but I must, I must go and, and, um, and I, I must go back to where I'm staying for a special dessert. Pie and, is and that's such how you- a lowbrow word. You should say confectionery. Okay, I will say, uh, I'll say, uh, your excellency of your apple confectionaries, and, and then you can, you, you can use that to try and excuse ourselves. Why, Jonathan, I believe you may yet have a place in the royal court. <laughs> what's your, what's your heraldry look like? Oh yeah, what does your heraldry look like? I don't think we know that. Okay, so Jack the person doesn't know what heraldry is. Okay, well, Julia the person will explain it to you and we'll discuss this next time. Is like, like if you had a shield, what would be on your shield? Yeah, your oh. yeah. You know how I've been explaining the, the the crest of a lot of these houses in simple terms. That's a hair. So it's uh, two palm trees in an X shape, and then a sword right down the middle. Huh. No apple. No, because apples don't exist in Perkhanum. That's why I'm fascinated by them. <laughs> yeah, he's just <laughs> discovered apples in this crazy <laughs> foreign land. All right, is there? Do I have prestidigitation, and can I make? My robes look like they have that symbol on them. We're just gonna pretend that everybody in your country play- prays to Queen Bay, all right? Ba- Queen Bay? Um. Yep. Everyone in your land prays to Queen Bay. That's why I'm in your retinue. Okay. I am your personal spiritual advisor. In all, all right, of looks this. like I won't be able to have the heraldry of uh of Glenmar, or but I'm a recent I mean, convert to to Bayism. That's also, yeah, yeah, that could be a thing. And then you're my spiritual guide. You're my guru. And I, I'm just your your court wizard or something. I court don't know. Is, yeah, you're well, my courtesan and, and spokesman. So if you want to do no, a, 
No, no I'm not your not. courtesan. No, he's not a courtesan. You are not That's fucking me. That's a thing me. you have sex with. Oh, fine. And besides... <laughs> Don't sound too disappointed, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're gonna drive a man to drink. Shot number two. <laughs> so in this episode, <clears throat> we talked about Carlton shitting himself, covering guards and mayonnaise, and the, whether or not Travancore will fuck Jonathan and Ajumas. Travancore, I love you so much. I love you so much. <laughs> so All right. he's, he would be called, the word you were looking for is a courtier. Courtier. Oh, well, yeah. some things get lost in translation. You have to forgive me. I'm not Faerun and all its many strange <laughs> words that we don't use very often. All right. <laughs> the best thing why, ever. Why don't you just call him your court wizard? Actually, why don't we not use anything that starts with the word court? He's just the wizard. I just remembered what the word for it is in Perconum. He's my point guard. <laughs> okay that's you know what i'm sure they'll have this will be great this nothing bad nothing bad's gonna happen on this adventure let's just you know what let's just do this yeah before I think... we plan the worse it gets all right let's <laughs> you do this should tell people actually actually i would prefer i think it'd be a wonderful conversation starter if you introduced him as your courtesan Yes, yes, yes. I like that plan so much better. And if they don't believe it, tell him you're a, tell them you're a bottom. I I refuse to to abide by that. I'm sorry. One, well, there's a lot of things wrong with that, but we'll we'll move on. I I am I am just your court wizard. We'll we'll go we'll go with that. He's my Cartesian and a coinosaur. Yes! At this point, it's been about an hour and a half or so. We're getting close to lunchtime. Carlton, you know that you've maybe got another 20, 25 minutes before someone is going to be coming back into the house to start preparing for lunch. And I go, and what am I in this, in this, in this court? You're not. That's you're not. You're sneaking around. You are. But I, it, I'm coming with you. No, you're not. What? No, you are, you are going to be sneaking, sneaking in like, from the back, they they. But will... I want to be part of the court. No, Carlton. You can be I don't part like of title. the court next time, Carlton. You'll be the court giant. One, they might know your ass. Two, the whole point is we need someone to sneak into the stables and get a look. Well, they actually the passwords of all the families are the ones least likely to recognize uh, Carlton because okay, they're new to true. town. But still. The whole point is that we need someone to get a look at the stables. We do. And, and I am this I close. I the stables, just... but I want to be part of the court. Well, Carl, Carlton, you can be part of the court. I thought I was part of this Next time, sneaker. Carlton. Oh, at this point, uh, Travancore uh, says, my dear friend, you are the center. You are a part of the court. Of the, you are on special assignment to infiltrate this house oh. to, protect the, to protect the kingdom of Arcanum. Can I trust you with this special charge? Special assignment. I like that. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. All right. I knew I could count on you, my friend. I'm going to be king of Perconum. This is awesome. Uh, well, center of Perconum. It's a different thing. I'm, I'm more of a head coach. All right. Put me in, coach. I'm, I'm ready to play. I'm assuming Bernie's the team captain at this point. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> nope. No, you're not. Team captain. All right. All right. Let's, All right, uh, let's head out. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's get him Let's on. do this. Wait. Do you, if you're like that important, should you not be on a horse? Well, or will they recognize any horses that we get from around here? They may. That's that's always a risk. I mean, I am from far, far away. There may not be horses there, and you know, I have royal bearing. I have thing. I could I could sell it. You horses have a royal bear. Bear. I have a. I yeah. I, I'm riding. A, ride your bear. I'm not gonna ride shadow. Can I ride shadow? 
<laughs> and Shadow kind of, uh, he's been sitting next to you this whole time, kind of very hopefully looking for scraps. Like, you fed him, he's had breakfast, and then he's he's not begging by by just being there and being very attentive. And so, as you mentioned, the fact that you're not about to ride your bear, maybe in an attempt to get some of that bacon that you're finishing off, he gives you a very gentle nudge and goes, hmm? I, I give the, the royal bearer of Prakanam some some bacon. And actually, oh. could I ride Shadow? I never even thought about it before. He is still a... He's a juvenile, right? He's an adult, but he's a, he's a young adult, yeah. but he's definitely big enough. Uh, if you were to ride him, it'd be a little awkward, because obviously you're not trained in it and he's not used to right. it. But, you, I mean, in a pinch, you could definitely ride on his back. How, how heavy are you, by the way? Uh, I didn't... Right up. You're probably Wait, not that no, heavy. No, I'm like super light. Like at five foot four, I'm going to assume I'm like 105 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, a that's, black that's bear. That's pretty thin. Like, uh, yeah. my friend Christy is five one, skinny, and is less than 100 pounds. Like, he was able to carry Bernie without a single issue. He's strong enough that carrying you would not be an issue as well. His movement would be hampered a little bit. You know, you, you probably wouldn't notice it just ambling along. Uh, definitely, if you got into a fight, it'd be awkward for the two of you because you're not used to fighting on top of each other. I wasn't other. planning on doing this very long, just on the approach to uh, to the Passerac house, just so I'm yeah. riding something. Just so he's exotic. Yeah. He would definitely not have a problem carrying you, especially over short distances. Okay. That, he should that. get points for, like, impressing everybody. Yes. Right. All right, Shadow, there's an extra strip of bacon over for you tomorrow if you're able to pull this off. Wait, why are we doing this tomorrow? I thought we were doing this. No, now. I meant like tomorrow. No. I, I'll think of the bacon tomorrow. Oh. We're doing oh, it today. Okay. But, uh. He's getting yeah, a ride today bacon for bacon tomorrow. I'll gladly pay you bacon Tuesday for some. Shadow is going to be looking between the two of you. He's already gotten some of the bacon from Travancore. At this, he looks back over. Obviously, Travancore's plate is clean. There's still a couple of leftover pieces of ham, and he kind of. <laughs> I grab the ham, I, I, and then I eat it. <laughs> oh, wow. You're a terrible person. Sorry, Bear Buddy. I gotta keep my strength up. It's not your hero now, is he, and then Shadow? I go, How does this look, guys? And then I put on my hat and I start shrinking about a foot. I, I get thinner uh, to a medium muscular build. My grayish skin turns a tannish, like a suntanned uh, paleness. My eyes become a nice blue. Uh, my hair grows out a little longer into a nice black you know, shoulder length, and I kind of put it up in a little man bun. How's this look? And I, I'm now in the Passerat colors. Ah, you look uh, good. Well, you don't know what the Passerat colors are first. Second, well, thought, uh, Shadow Jonathan takes one... I would, I would have described what they were wearing. They were wearing simple leather armor. There was no crest visible. Okay. And at your transformation, Shadow goes, <laughs> and looks at Travancore. Can I wear clothes that look like simple leather armor, but do not count as leather armor? Oh, yeah, you can look like anything. Okay, because I want to look like it's leather armor, because I don't want to have the clothes become leather armor and then oh, lose no. my unarmored constitution. Nope, the same way gaining or losing an inch of height or anything, it's all an illusion. You can look like any, you're wearing any simple, essentially any clothing that's not you know, so large that it's going to be outside of your regular sphere. So you okay. can definitely look like you're wearing the same black uh, and brown leather armor that they were wearing. Uh, did Bucks notice if they were carrying weapons? Most of them were carrying swords. Swords? 
I make my uh, some look of them like were sword. carrying crossbows, but all of them seem to be carrying swords of some sort. Does the disguise cross over to my weapons? Because I'm wearing my weapons. Yeah, it includes anything you're wearing if you if you want to. So basically, um, it covers up as much of the. Let me actually pull up. Oh, then I'm gonna make my halberd look like a sword. Obviously, it doesn't pass physical inspection. So if you pull out your halberd and poke at somebody, yeah. it's going to look like you're holding a sword with two hands and there's an extra foot that's missing and you'll poke forward and suddenly they'll be Bleed. poked. And it's weird. Oh, that I understand. I was just making sure I could transfer that to weapons as well. Anything that you are carrying, I believe, also... I'm going to look up how to disguise just to make sure i mean you guys should have the thing but here i am how to disguise or in this oh it's the disguise self spell i guess i will look up disguise self this is like that moment in the dictionary where you say look uh so what does disguise mean and it says uh, see this see something else Ugh, i hate that disguise self you make yourself including your clothing armor weapons and other belongings on your person Look different until the spell ends or until you use your action to dismiss it. Uh, one foot short. Yeah. So yes, anything you are currently carrying. Now, if you let go, if it leaves your physical form, okay. it will it'll, it'll lose it. It'll go away. Yeah. So if you are carrying your halberd and you're making it look like a sword and you drop your halberd to the ground, it's suddenly going to look like a halberd again. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Not intentionally, at least. Okay, so maybe we make our way over there while we're fi finalizing the plans, because it's going to take a while to get out of that there anyway. Let's do All it. right, you finish kind of what has turned into brunch and <laughs> head back to the Passerac family, to the homestead. It's kind of a gray, overcast day. You're heading down, you head through town, you head down the road. As we get to, let's say, a mile or two outside of the house, are you guys just all walking up to the front door? How do you want to approach? Who's doing um, what? I guess I will start veering off into the woods so I'm not approaching with you. Yes. Question and mark. Bucks, question mark. Bucks will go with you. Bucks will actually uh kind of lead you on on the path we took and the path he flew in on. And he'll try and get you to the best place he we figure you could enter uh unseen. Yeah. Uh just so you know, enablers, we're doing that thing that you're never supposed to do. Yeah. And that's split the party, but let's do it. Oh come on, this will be fun. It'll be fun. I can handle myself. Shadow Core, we get Mount Shadow. Fake names. <laughs> okay. Shadow immediately, if it, you know how horses, when they know that they're being awesome, they kind of prance a little bit. Shadow does a very similar thing. He, he's been lumbering on next to you. And now, as you say, so like, all right, here we go. And you get on top of him, he immediately like stands up a little bit straighter. He holds his head up. And as he starts to walk, it's with a grace that you don't normally see with your black bear. And it is kind of the smoothest ride on any animal that you've ever experienced. Your feet are not too far off the ground because he's not he's not super tall, but it's it's a comfortable ride. Obviously, Bernie's on Coco Snood. Yep. All right. Coco Snood does not give shit, so Coco Snood's just like, I'm chill. Do you yeah. Do you want alternate names? Or are you okay with just going with your, uh, your I names? would like Jonathan to go as Smindrick the Magician, and I will go as the Lady Amalfia. <laughs> Amalfia. I was thinking Solange, but okay, Amalfia's good, uh, how too. About, uh, how that about we don't waste bluff checks on it. our names? 
Well, I'm going by my own name. I'm not right. Well, I'm just saying. Go by yeah. our own name. Yeah, and it's also we're, possible we're, that people we're... have heard our names because we've been in town for a while. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm going by. I'm, I am Jonathan the Magimuscular, and I'm with this guy. Okay. That's fine. I'll be. I'm not talking to you because I'm in the woods away from you. Uh, so this is player talking to other players. We never grabbed a bag of poo. Well, give I mean, a, no. Give a okay, we we that was that would have been part of when we were leaving. Okay, so oh, let's rewind a bit. Hold on, retcon, retcon. <laughs> uh, we, so since I haven't actually said that Carlton has escaped into the woods yet, I'll let Shit. this happen. Does anybody but need to for poo? the future? For the future, if anyone starts saying we're going to retcon things, be very careful. You should have right. pooped in the bag before we left. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. How do we want to figure out if any of us need to poop or if any of the animals need to poop? My dog needs I guess to poop. Constitution checks. Uh, you all have had a big lunch, b- b- brunch. I'm going to say at this point. Someone's got to poop. Anybody who's partaken in the brunch slash breakfast have gas in the tank. Let's Guys, say. give me the bag. Give me the bag. Give me the bag. Oh, God. All oh, right. God. All I right. Gotta go. So I take, I'm like, I'll be first. And so I grab the poop bag. I go around to the barn. I do my thing. And then I bring it back. And I'm like, here you go. And it's a lot more gross than I thought it would be. I was like, oh, so is this like a brown bag of poop? So far, yes. He's going to light it on fire, too. It's going to be great. <laughs> Enter one brown bag of poo in your inventory. Jonathan, you go to the outhouse out back. Do and I need you... to make a check to see like the the consistency and amount, or no? Is it just no? Okay. In this case, I'm gonna say that you are thanks to having a meal and not being sick, and for the sake of my sanity, no. In this case, I'm not gonna make you make a Constitution check about whether you have diarrhea or <laughs> oh, not. God. You are able. To put a couple of logs on the fire, as it were, and um, but it's interesting. By the time you get into the house, it's it's smelly. It's really smelly, I even in the bag. You, do we it's have a Ziploc smelly. bag? Can I roll to see if Ziploc exists? No, in this I'm, I'm not going to go into the house with it. I'm going to wait outside for everyone. I'm going to be like, got the okay. bag. Everybody walks outside, and what you see before you is Jonathan the Magimuscular resplendent in his robes uh, with one muscled arm holding a brown bag that on the bottom has a, a brown spot that smells suspiciously like a turd. I double bag I it. we double, yeah. You got double the bag, bag. All right. It is double bagged. It, within about five minutes, smells again. Okay. All right. That's fine. We just don't want it breaking through the bag prematurely. Yeah. We want we this to- it, Why don't we put it in a water skin? Because we drink from those. Yeah. 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 Carlton, Jonathan hands you a double brown bagged bag of. uh, You can hold on to it till we split up. No, no, no. It's yours. It's yours. No, no, no. No, I split up. I'll take it there. All right. A Rochambeau you for it. You're holding on to your own shit. Rochambeau. No, we're not taking. You kick him in the balls. I'm not healing either of you. No, no, no. Not. uh, No, not. Like, rock, paper, scissors. This is a dark day for the House of Vita. You can carry your own shit until the last minute. Fine. All right. Here we go. <laughs> you Everybody made the like we're the heralds of greenness. Jonathan I'm over here, like we're the heralds the of brown shit. bag until you guys are a mile or two away from the Passerac family, and it's it's the point in where Carlton, you're gonna escape off into the woods. He's gonna hand you the bag. What I need to know is where are you putting this brown bag of poop, considering you are currently wearing pants and nothing else. I have no, I because I had the disguise. I have the fake leather armor, all that stuff. Yes, but that's fake. That doesn't actually hold anything. Right, it's an illusion. Pants. So what I'm going to do is pants. I'm going to pull my pants down. 
Okay. I'm going to take my hempen rope and I'm going to kind of cut off a couple, enough to fit around my thigh. And I'm going to pull the tendrils out so that they're like thinner strings. Okay. And I'm going to tie the bag to the inside of my thigh. That way, if I need to, I'd be like, oh, God, I got to poop. And I could just squeeze my thighs together and poop out the bag. Okay. Go ahead and roll a survival check to see if you can secure this in a way that isn't going to be obvious. Uh, and uh, also isn't going to just fall off. More thought than I thought anybody would ever give that. Hey, I thought this through. I know. And I don't know if I'm impressed or disgusted, to tell you the truth. Hey, guys. Next time we need to stealth, I'll just stealth. All right. Uh, 24. I learned, okay. I learned my lesson. <laughs> you tie the bag of poop to your inner thigh on the right side because you lean left. And so, you know, you don't want to be disgusting. Oh. And it seems to be fairly well secured. Within about two or three minutes, you can smell it. And it's a little disturbing because you're used to smelling your own poop. It's weird smelling someone else's poop. Oh, God, God, this is I weird. I get pink eye from this, Jonathan. <laughs> It's not overwhelming smell at this point. It's, it's fine. Because it's under, a, it's in two bags and under a layer of clothing. But it seems to be pretty secure and it seems to be there without a problem. Um, okay. The resident medical professional, Bernie, would like to point out that this is how things like cholera and typhoid fever and typhus are spread. And so when we all get an epidemic and die, I again will be healing no one but myself. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. That that's a that's a gorilla eating snake or a snake eating gorilla problem that we will address later. I hold out my hands so, for somebody to pour water on it because I don't want to use touch my own water skin with poop hands. Bernie pours mayonnaise on it. <laughs> Your hands are not covered in mayonnaise. Uh, that'll make holding my halberd a little difficult. You can just wipe the mayonnaise on the grass and the poo will come off with it. Tr- Viceroy, Your Excellency, my good friend, would you could you spare a little water, please? You should, now that there's mayonnaise on his hands, I bet Shadow wants to lick it off. Well, isn't Carlton, like, far, far away? I wouldn't be able to hear him with gas anyway. No, I just you, No, he hasn't left yet. The, your guys are on the road about a mile and a half away from the Passerat family, where he's going to leave and go do whatever sneaky shit he's about to do. And he has attached the bag of poop to the relevant area and is now have hands covered in mayonnaise. And that was a bunch of sentences I never thought I'd say. Uh, <laughs> I think I have an allergic. Oh I think I have an allergy to mayonnaise. Actually, so I'm probably better off keeping my distance for the time being. Allergy Sorry, I can use some water. You got allergy to eggs and oil. See what happens then if I don't wipe off, my- wash my hands. Mm. Well, we have. I give you water. Shadow to lick it off. I Thank give you, him my water. good friend. And I wash my hands of Jonathan's poop. All right, he pours some of his water off, and the, the mayonnaise comes off. And I mean, you took a, a bag of poo, so you didn't necessarily touch directly poo. I but I didn't want to feels... get risk. If I use my own water skin, I didn't want to risk typhoid contaminating typhoid. my water source. All right. Cholera. Yeah, your hands are now as clean as they can be after being covered in mayonnaise and poop. Yellow fever. No, that's skin by mosquitoes. All right, let's. Uh, I'm gonna say my goodbyes and head off in the woods with bugs. Thanks for listening to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. Keep an eye out for the second half of this episode coming soon. Meanwhile, follow us on Twitter at Dungeon Drunks or at our host podcast at Glibshark or www.glibshark.com and see you next encounter.